This week's episode is brought to you by our sponsors at Norris State of Mind, bringing you all new, unique clothing options, from shirts to hoodies, shorts to sweats. Go to NorrisStateOfMind.com to order your merch today. Don't forget to purchase our exclusive Already Home t-shirts. Varsity House Boutique, bringing you all exclusive merchandise. Get a taste of today's culture by going to VarsityHouseShop.com. Keep your cool, play with style at Varsity House. And last but not least, our good friends at Sincere Empire, bringing you any and everything in graphic design. Make sure to go to SincereEmpire.Weebly.com. Now let's get to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is another episode of the Already Home Podcast. And as usual, I'm your boy Scooch Bronson. Um, I'm riding solo dolo today. Uh, The homeboy gang could not make it today, but shout out to gang because he is currently... Oh, snap. He is currently um, in the studio working on his new project. Um, he's been talking about it on every podcast. 13-31-33 is coming soon. He is putting it into effect right now. So, shout out to him. Uh, gang, get out there, man. Keep grinding. Looking forward to the project, bro. Um, first and foremost, uh, I want to shout out to my homegirl, Chelsea Chase. Uh, with ChasingDreams.com I want to shout out to The Stolen Time Podcast And the homeboy S. Foster And the gentleman Uncle Washington uh, I want to shout out to the Season Kings Podcast J. App and A.B. Uh, gotta show love to the other podcasts out here And um, man For everybody else that's trying to make it out there And go on your grind uh, If you need a shout out Or if you just want to hear your name on the podcast Man hit us up Already home podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what it is that you do. Tell us what it is um, that you want to do. And uh, we'll get with you. We'll make it work. Um, but once again, I'm riding solo dolo, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here by my goddamn self. And uh, I'm pretty excited about uh, today. I'm currently recording on a Sunday. Um, and it's a beautiful Sunday. Well, it was a beautiful Sunday. Uh, my Browns lost in overtime, uh, so uh, you know, kind of had a little sore spot, but it's all good. It's all fine and dandy, you know what I'm saying? Because um, The Walking Dead is back, goddammit, you know what I'm saying? The Walking Dead is back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm geek, um, you know what I'm saying? I, th- this is how I feel. <laughs> Hey man, I'm excited. I've been waiting um, forever since the last season started. I've been wanting Rick to get back in his groove. I've been wanting him to get on his shit. And I've been wanting him to kill Negan so bad, man. I mean, like, for real, for real, Negan a bitch-ass nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I'm from, we the been stole on dude. Like, 
he just he just think he the nigga, man, and he just not. He don't run nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? He soft for real, and I I, I just don't like his character, man. I, I mean, out of all the villains or the uh, or the antagonists of the Walking Dead series, he just he he just I don't know, man. To me, he just don't fit the bill. Like he, ain't, I don't think he really got it in him. Like. You know, he got all these people running around. They in some old-ass factory. They done, uh, you know, forded it out. And they got it all, you know, decked out. And he got everybody talking about, I am Negan. Man, first and foremost, I'm not running around calling myself Negan. That's a stupid-ass name. Um, second, uh, <laughs> he, he weak as fuck. I don't like that leather jacket. I think that's stupid as fuck, but, you know, it is what it is, man, but, um, tonight is going down, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna get busy, man, I mean, I think this first episode, to be honest with you, is gonna be crazy, I mean, as soon as it start, it's, you gotta feel like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man, I, I'm pretty excited, man, I mean, once again, I'm just ready for Rick. You know what I'm saying? He finally back in his groove. He done shook off the, you know, the, the, the cobwebs. You know, he coming back. You know, he got to he gotta turn into that monster that he had to be when he had to kill Shane. You feel me? So, yo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. You know, uh, 9 o'clock AMC. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's probably already uh, over with, and you probably didn't already watched it. And if you didn't watch it, you a rat bastard. You need to uh, get a DVR if you don't got one and record the show. Um, I think this is something that everybody should watch because it's an awesome show, and I really don't have a lot of TV shows that I watch. So uh, this is one of them, and um, man, it's 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 amazing, man. It's just just to see how they done progress through the beginning of basically the apocalypse all the way to where they at now is amazing just seeing how even after a majority of the world is dead and trying to eat you you still got to worry about assholes so you know it is what it is man once again the walking dead is back and i believe it's the 100th episode so yeah, they gonna they should do it up for this one, man. Season premiere um, is is finally here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I can't wait, man. I'm geek. I'm excited over here. You feel me? So uh, anyway, um, my uh, most dreaded time of the year is here. Um, the time I really have grown to really hate. Well, not necessarily hate, more so dislike, but. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of it anymore, and um, it's Halloween. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not with the shits, man. I'm really not with the shits. I I, I really can't stand Halloween anymore. Um, first off, it's too much bullshit going on. The kids can't enjoy it like you're supposed to. You know, Halloween used to be that time where, uh, you know, you can just get dressed up. You know, if you was poor, you know what I'm saying, you was real creative with your costume, so you got to make whatever the hell you wanted to make. And then, you know, at the end of the day, man, you just have fun. You know, it was a time where you could stay out late. You can go knock on doors. You can go to different neighborhoods. You and your boys, you know, try to see who get the most candy. 
you and your cousins or whoever you went out with. And it was all about, you know, just dressing up, having a good time, and eating as much fucking candy as you could. And nowadays, can't do that shit, man, because, you know, people fucked up. And, you know, you can't let your kids go down the street without getting kidnapped or killed or something fucked up. They can't have candy because the motherfuckers putting shit in the candy. And, you know, man, it's, it's all fucked up, man. You know, Halloween to me was one of those... Um, is it a holiday? Would you call that a holiday? You know what I'm saying? I think you was... I don't know. You could call it a holiday. Um, to me, it was just one of them celebration days. That's what I'm going to call it. I just made that up. Hashtag celebration day. If you don't like it, you already know. <laughs> At me on Twitter, nigga. We can fight about it. But um, to me, man, it was just one of those celebration days, you know? Uh... You used to try to get the scariest mask, you know, try to make the scariest costume. And then, uh, you know, of course, you had the little corny kids who was real cheesy. They had the money. So, you know, they had to be the superhero or ninja or cowboy, you know, so weird like that. And, uh, yeah, you know, you used to have, you know, try to make the fake blood and all that kind of stuff, man. And you used to try to go out and, you know, the, the best thing you would see is or, or hear when you walking past somebody like, oh, look at his costume. Oh, look at him. Or, oh, look at her. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, them, them was the days, man. Them was the days where everything was fun, man. Halloween was was the shit, you know. Um, now it just ain't shit, which is sad, man, because, uh, you know, these kids, gotta they get, they missing out on a lot, man. They already missing out on a lot because nine times out of ten, they asses in the house playing on the computer or a laptop or a tablet or a video game or just not going outside. So, you know, this was one of them opportunities for kids to go out and really, you know, mingle with people, you know, around their own age and get to play with their friends and go see you know, how it was to be with your friends and really kick it, man, and, and and really just do your own thing for a little bit, you know, even if it was for two hours of the, uh, you know, of the day, you still got to go to, you know, house to house to house with all your friends, everybody dressed up, you know what I'm saying, it was it was a beautiful little time, man, but um, these perverted bastards fucked it up, and uh, yeah, man, that's bullshit, but, um, you know, Maybe it'll get better, man. We got to do better, so, you know, hopefully we'll get this shit in order. But uh, another thing I'm excited about um, is one of my predictions came true so far. Um, I told these rat bastards at the show that Lonzo Ball, and I believe I said that shit on the podcast, too. We, you got to go back and listen to a couple episodes to find out. But I know I said that shit. But Lonzo Ball, his first game, everybody pegged him as a bust. They was ready to talk shit about him. ESPN couldn't wait to run the story on his ass. My man had three points, nine rebounds, four assists, and 29 total minutes in that game. And he was playing the Clippers. First and foremost, he was playing up against Patrick Beverly. Now, for those that are um, basketball fans, basketball players, if if you watch the NBA, whatever, you know that Patrick Beverly uh, got defense. Um, he could score. 
you know, he he's a pretty good, well-rounded player. He ain't one of the, you know, he ain't top ten or no shit like that, but he definitely one of the best players out as far as defense goes. Um, he one of the more adequate players as far as just being well-rounded, having all the intangibles. So with that said, for Lonzo to come out and have his first game against one of the most, you know, yeah, well, one of the best defensive point guards out. You got to give him some credit, man. You know, he ain't, he only had he only shot like I think it was like one for six, which ain't shit for real. I mean, six shots in the game, that ain't too much. I mean, that's a that's still a decent amount of shots, but that ain't shit for real. I mean, he busted a three, I guess, got that shit out the way. But you know, ESPN was ready to to tear him down. Um, of course, Stephen A. Smith has had something to say about it. He can't stand his daddy, so, you know, he was ready to, to, to chop the shit with his dad. Of course, you know, him and LeVar had a little interview session. And uh, LeVar told him, my man said, hey, chill out. You know what I'm saying? He got to shake them cobwebs off. He got to get them jitters up out of him. And he going to come back and he going to show the fuck out. And, uh... Like I told everybody, man, Lonzo is going to be a fucking star. He's going to be the man. He's going to bring the Lakers back to glory. I mean, it is what it is, you know. Um, not only is he a fucking talent, uh, he like, what, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six at point guard. He got all the intangibles. He could pass. I mean, he could shoot. I mean, he could play D. I mean, he could do it all. Then on top of that, I mean, nigga got a superstar dad, man. I mean, I ain't talking about superstar as far as, like, actually used to be a player. I mean, just as far as being in his life. He got a fucking role model. He got somebody that, that worked him to death, man, that showed him that you can be anything you fucking want to be. You know, you can if you want to go out and play in the NBA, you can do that. You just got to work at it. That's what his dad taught him. His dad put that work ethic in him. And that's what a lot of people don't see. They just see LeVar going around running his mouth. What they fail to see is that he spent his fucking time doing what he's supposed to do. He handled his business. He was a man at the end of the day, man. He was a father, you know. He putting them kids through college. He putting them kids um, through life with the right moves, with the right mindset. You know, get out here, get it on your own. Don't wait for nobody else. You know, who you know in high school, man, with their own shoes? Playing ball. Who you know coming into the league with their own shoes? That's not a Nike shoe or an Adidas shoe or Under Armour or Jordan or no shit like that. It's literally his own brand of shoe. Nobody has that. So I salute them. I salute that man, LeVar. Just a dad-to-dad man. He doing this fucking thing. And lo and behold, I get the... Turning, you know, turning the games and flicking on ESPN, and I see the highlights from my man Lonzo game against Phoenix. Um, that first game against the Clippers, like I said, man, he was playing against Patrick Beverly, who's one of the better defensive point guards out. Um, then he goes to Phoenix, and God damn it, he showed the fuck out. I mean, he showed the fuck out. So... He has 29 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, and a total of 37 minutes. Come on, man. The man was assist short of a triple-double. 
on the coming off of a shitty game. I'm telling you, man, this young boy is going to be a star. He going to the All-Star game this year. Y'all might as well go ahead, chop it up, and, and, and call a spade a spade. Listen, this young boy is the truth, bro. I'm telling everybody. He is the man. Um, He, he going to take some work, you know, to make sure he stay consistent and whatnot. But I'm sure he got that work ethic in him to do it because, shit, he – Got to the league, you know. But to come back off a game where you was one for six, you only knocked up three points, you had nine rebounds, then you come up with four assists, then the game after that, you bust out 29, 11, and nine, and you an assist away from a triple-double, my man. Yo, salute to that young man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he was holding it down, man. He was doing his thing, so... It was, I'm happy to see that. Um, it's good to see Lonzo getting into the groove. And I ain't even going to lie. It's good to see a prediction of mine coming true, of course. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, Tuesday was the NBA tip-off. And we had two great games. Um, man, them probably were some of the best games I've seen in a long time. Uh, Cleveland. And Boston, and then you had Golden State, and uh, shoot, I'm about to say Houston. I want to say it was Houston, but I don't think it was Houston. But whoever Golden State played, yeah, it was Houston. They lost. Um, don't quote me on that though. <laughs> I want to say it was Houston though, but I know Boston and uh, Cleveland was a beautiful game. Um, I thought it was kind of awkward at the beginning uh, when everybody was, you know, shaking hands and doing everything. And, you know, Kyrie went up to everybody and everybody came up to Kyrie and, you know, they was doing all their fucking handshakes and shit that they do. And then right before tip-off, LeBron and Kyrie dapped up. But the way LeBron dapped Kyrie up was like, you know, you see, like, you see a nigga you fuck, you used to fuck with, like, you, what's up, bro? Like, you really don't fuck with that nigga, but, you know, because he did some foul shit to you back in the day. But that that was your nigga, so you still kind of got that respect for him. Like, that's how he dapped him up. Or, like, he dapped him up, like, you know, saying hi to your ex when you see her in the mall. And some of that shit. But it was a, it was a pretty, pretty good game, man. You know, um. Brown was not expected to play. Then out the blue, of course, he made a way to play. Um, he had a fucked up ankle. The next thing you know, um, shit, that nigga almost had a triple-double. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was business as usual for the Cavaliers, man. And and if I could say so myself, the fucking Cavaliers look amazing. Um, they look deep this year, man. I'm not even going to bullshit. I'm not going to play around. I honestly think that the Cavaliers are going to win the NBA championship. Go ahead, quote me. Um, save this. Whatever you want to do. Just if you got to, come refer back to this episode. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, man, I think they are going to win this championship only because of this. If you look at their lineup, they got Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. 
And then on the bench, they got Isaiah Thomas, J.R. Smith, and Amon Shumpert, and uh, Crowder. They got uh, – man, they, they got a, a couple extra people, but – you got to look at it like this. Crowder is one of the best defensive players in the game. You don't have that no more. <laughs> Boston fucked that up. I'd have never gave him up. How you going to guard Brian now? You know what I'm saying? So now you got Crowder, who is a great perimeter defender. So he going to be shutting people down. Then on top of that, Brian is a great defender. So he going to be shutting people down. And then that's just going to make it for everybody else to play defense. Shit, Dwayne Wade got some great D. And then on top of that, yo, Dwayne Wade been looking fucking excellent in these games, man. He looked fresh. He looked refreshed. He looked like, hey, I'm back. Uh, Derrick Rose, he looked like he back. Not like MVP Derrick Rose, but he looked like Derrick Rose. But, um, you know, I don't see nobody touching them. The Cavs, I mean, not the Cavs, the Warriors, they look solid. You know, they look like they're going to do something. But, I mean, man. They own two. <laughs> they own two, man. Um, the the game against Houston, once again, don't quote me. Uh, the game against Houston, they lost that. Uh, KD came down, hit a last minute shot. Uh, he didn't beat the buzzer, but he still made that motherfucker. But he didn't beat the buzzer though, and they end up losing. And um, that was a I get that one. That was just a toss up game or whatever. But that second game. Um, Steph throwing his mouthpiece because he ain't getting no foul call. KD flicking off motherfuckers in the stands. Yo, these niggas is reckless. They don't got their shit together at all. They on two. Listen, this is not a good start. I'm telling you right now. They doing whatever the fuck it is they want to do. They don't care no more. They got this whole mentality like they supposed to be the bad boy Pistons they not they not they not built like that maybe J- Draymond Draymond a dirty motherfucker he ain't kicking niggas in the balls and shit but Steph that ain't your persona bro uh Klay Thompson I don't know Klay Thompson seemed like a serial killer to me he don't say too much he don't laugh like when they tell jokes he don't smile in pictures um Sometimes you forget that he on the basketball court, and I'm not with that shit. So I ain't going to say too much about Klay Thompson because that nigga make me nervous. And, uh, you know, but he can shoot. And then, um, shit, KD, uh, we know he ain't about that life. That nigga bitch that complained about being second place consistently. Um, Yeah, that ain't nothing to be mad about, my nigga. You just got to get better. And then he ended up going to the Warriors. Nigga was still in second place. <laughs> nigga was second. Actually, he was, yeah, he was in third place. Um, that nigga definitely is the third best shooter on that team. And once again, if y'all want to debate me, hey, at Scoots Bronson on Twitter, you know where I'm at. I said it here. KD is the third best shooter on the Golden State Warriors. I don't care what nobody say. He can't outshoot Steph. We know that. Um, and I really don't think he can outshoot Clay. I think Clay, for real, for real, is the best shooter on that team. I just don't think he get enough shots. But, I mean, it's been proven, honestly. 
I think he dropped like 25 in a quarter or like 21 in a quarter. Like, come on, bro. Fucking Clay Thompson. Once again, I told you I'm not going to talk bad about Clay Thompson. <laughs> that nigga's a serial killer. I mean, but he the truth, though. He dropped like 20 plus in a quarter. And it wasn't even like an early quarter. It wasn't like coming fresh off the game. You feel me? And he out there shoot. It had to be like third, second quarter. Like, he already been playing for a hot little minute. So for that nigga to drop 20 plus in a quarter, like middle to late in the game, yo, best shooter on the team. Second is Steph, because, you know, he got that long-range shit. But he don't make it all the time. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, man, I don't I don't see Golden State beating Cleveland this year, man. Cleveland looked uh, look deeper than Golden State. Pause. Um, and on top of that, man, I said they look deeper than Golden State. They look deeper than Cleveland. Um, and then on top of that, Golden State just don't. I don't know, man. They don't. They just these last two games I've been seeing, they don't look hungry yet. Um, I know it's only been two games, but so what? Niggas on ESPN do it. I could do it too. So uh, they don't look hungry yet. I know it's still eighty more games to go, but to me, man, they just don't look like they they want to. You know, they they don't look like they want it, and they not playing to be playing their game. They playing on some bullshit. They are literally doing some bullshit. So, I don't know, man. Um, OKC looked good. I think they played Friday. They looked real good. No, they played Wednesday. I'm sorry. And, um, man, Melo, Paul George, Westbrook, yo, y'all better get ready. (laughs) Y'all better get ready. Speaking of Golden State not being able to beat motherfuckers, OKC going to get them motherfuckers some work. Um, I can see it right now, Western Conference Finals, OKC, Golden State. It'll probably go six, um, five at the least. They're not getting swept. I don't see no sweep, but, yeah, I think OKC going to get them some work, man, because, um, sheesh. They, I mean, the way they, the way they beat up on the Knicks was disgusting. And I mean, in the Knicks, the Knicks is a, they got a young squad. Um, you know, Porzingis, Hardaway Jr. Um, they, of course, you know, they just got Ennis Cantor. Um, they got some, some work to do, but um, Hardaway Jr. is a proven talent. Uh, he did his thing in Atlanta. Um, Chris Stapps, man. I mean, his nickname is the Unicorn. That should tell you everything you need to know. So, I mean, I think they going if they could find a way to uh, get Hardaway and Chris Stapps to really ball out, I think they'll be the. I think they'll be all right. Um, they they still got some pieces to put in there and fix some shit, but I think for the most part they'll be okay. Um, I'm not sure about the playoffs. Because uh, the Knicks are cursed, and uh, they uh, they front office done made some bad moves. They done made some good ones too, but they really done made some bad moves. So nah. And uh, I'm trying to think who else I seen play. I didn't see San Antonio play. Um, they played Minnesota. I missed that game, but I know San Antonio won. Uh, once again, man. They just got a beautiful-ass system. They like the fucking Patriots of the NBA. So, 
I mean, I'm not surprised. Pop is a beast. Uh, whoever he put on that fucking floor is gonna be a beast. It is what it is. You know, fuck the bullshit. Um, if you go against the Spurs, usually you're crazy. But whatever. Um, man. So, since we on sports, fucking Ohio State, you know, they number six. Uh, they got Penn State coming up. Big, big game. I'm excited. Um, I'm ready for this shit. I was rooting for Penn State this Saturday because they played Michigan. Uh, they played at Penn State. And Michigan uh, has the talent to beat Penn State. Um with Penn State being number two, they could have easily got that upset. But uh, the young boy, Saquon Barkley, God damn it. <laughs> God damn. This, this nigga is, is a beast. I mean, when I say he's a beast, he's a fucking beast. I done, I seen this motherfucker uh, come out the backfield and, and – shoot straight down the field on a deep route, catch the ball, and score. I seen him break an open run and score. I mean, this nigga just, he just did whatever the fuck he wanted to that weak-ass Wolverines defense. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad Gann ain't here, man, because I ain't want to hear his fucking mouth about how he ain't, you know, he ain't want to hear that shit about the Wolverines and, you know, how they going to come back. They weak as fuck, though. You know what I'm saying? So, Gann, if you're listening... You know what I'm saying? OH, my nigga. You know what it is. But, um, you know, when I seen that game, man, I was just I was just looking at Michigan, you know, and I was like, you know, so. <laughs> hey, this shit funny, man. I'm, uh, I'm getting used to this sound, boy, y'all. So if y'all hear a whole bunch of sound effects on this episode, this is my chance to really fuck with this shit. So, um, but back to this shit. This weak ass Michigan Wolverines uh, team, who is going to lose to Ohio State once again? Uh, them niggas got manhandled. I've never seen uh, an offensive line get handled the way they did. They wasn't pressuring the quarterback. They wasn't pressuring the receivers. The running back was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to. It was like twenty to three in the first quarter. I mean, in the first half. It was just, it was crazy, man. And they start running up the score on them niggas. It was disgusting. Um, but I'm excited and I'm ready for that because Penn State, man, they got to come to Columbus next week. And uh, I don't really got too much faith in JT Barrett, but I got faith in that defense. The defense has been doing all right uh, these last few games. And, I mean, everybody else should be cool. J.K. Dobbins, Mike Weber, and all them, you know, they're going to come out and, and do their thing. Uh, I think this is going to be a test. Um, it's number two team in the nation. Um, it's a conference game. And on top of that, you at home. And it's a night game, nationally televised. And, uh, hey, I wish the Buckeyes well. Uh, I hope them boys is getting their rest. And they out there practicing and getting ready to get this job done because um, this is going to prove whether or not they ready to be in the playoffs and uh, whether or not they ready for that national championship because this is going to be a hell of a game. 
um, that first game coming out when they played, I believe it was Indiana, and that quarterback receiver tandem was tearing their ass up. You got a few games under your belt now. Now it's time to go out there and show them. So, you know, OH, to all my Buckeye listeners out there, and to all my non-Buckeye listeners out there, you know, let's get this one done, man. Um, I'm not going to talk about the NFL because, uh, <laughs> yeah, my team ain't doing shit, so fuck the NFL. I should have boycotted that shit. Yeah, whatever. My wife called was like, did we win? And I was like, hell no. Oh man, this shit is fun. But um, yeah, that was some bullshit, man. We lost in overtime, and uh, we lost to the Titans. And I got to go to work and hear this bullshit. I got to wake up and hear this bullshit. Yeah, this shit suck. Whatever though, not worried about it. It's alright. We get a win at least once. Then we get rid of fucking Hugh Jackson and that offensive coordinator. He ain't shit. Keep that defensive coordinator because he's doing his fucking job. That defense is looking solid. It's just they on the field all goddamn game, man. Shit is disrespectful. But anyway, I'm not trying to hear that shit. Don't call me. Don't don't at me on Twitter, nigga, because we can debate. You already know where to find me. Um... Just remember, these hands is rated E for everybody, you know, so it is what it is, man. Um, so, bullshit news for the day. Bill O'Reilly Wackass got rehired by Fox News after having sexual allegations, um, which he... Settled out of court for $32 million. Now. (laughs) How can I put this? I'm not a fool by any means. You know. Um, Some shit just scream stupid. This is one of them. Why would you settle out of court for $32 million? If you were an innocent man, if you had nothing to do with that shit. So, that there lets you know that he did that shit. And uh, he was all on that bitch. Or bitches. I don't know. He was on them hoes, though. And um, he got rehired. Meanwhile, uh, they trying to take everything Bill Cosby did and ruin that shit and tear it down and burn it uh, for some shit that happened down there 30 years ago, if it happened at all, which they still haven't proven yet. Um, And I don't think he settled with none of them motherfuckers. (laughs) But uh, anyway, that shit cool. You know, it is what it is. They tried to get Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart said, fuck y'all. I'm not settling. I'm not giving you shit. But what did Bill O'Reilly do? He paid him. Wanna know why? Because he did it. Because he's a rat bastard. Like his friend Trump. Because Trump's a rat bastard too. Because that's the motherfucker right there. Uh, He settled out of court on sexual charges as well. But uh, ain't nobody talking about that shit though, is there? 
sick of this shit. It's bullshit. Um, the fact that Fox News would even rehire this man. Um, and it hasn't been confirmed. It's more so of, uh, they say it's allegations. But we all know that's bullshit. He'll be back on with the O'Reilly Factor. And if it ain't the O'Reilly Factor, it's something the Bill O'Reilly Show or some weak-ass shit. Um, that's how they make their money, man. Uh, with Bill O'Reilly, without him, them motherfuckers has been hurting uh, for anybody to come on them stations and do anything. Shit, they hired Mike Vick. <laughs> and that's bad enough. That nigga is boring as fuck. Listen, Mike Vick is not a good analyst. I don't know why they thought that was a great move. He's not a good analyst. I watched him for 10 minutes turn that shit to CBS. He's not. He's, he's just shit. Um, they fucked up. For some odd reason, they don't have the old Fox News crew. They got like Dave Weinstead and, and Michael Vick. Some chick and like some other dude, and I don't know. It's, it's I don't know, man. I'm used to Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long, Michael Strayhorn, and all them. You know, uh, Mike Dicker. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the Fox football pregame show. The shit they got now is garbage. Um, it just looked dull as fuck. I hate watching Ohio State on Fox News. I mean, on the Fox Sports channels. Like, that shit just look boring as fuck. Ain't no excitement in that shit. But, yeah, I, I'm cool on that. Um, yeah, fuck Bill O'Reilly. Personally, he's an asshole. Um, I hope his show uh, takes a turn for the worse. Um, personally, man... I think he did the shit. He's a rapist. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, we already know how this shit works. We ain't going to get into that. But uh, it's cool. He ain't shit. Um, they got a new movement on Twitter I've seen recently where uh, <laughs> they are going around hugging Nazis. Um, basically, in Florida, they had a... a, uh, a a boycott or uh, whatever you call that shit. They was outside protesting. That's what it is, protest. <laughs> I'm low-key sleepy, man. I've been up early. I gotta, Like I said, man, I'm excited for The Walking Dead, so y'all got to work with me. But anyway, um, so in Florida, they had a protest against um, the asshat himself, Richard Spencer, coming down to the University of Florida. Um, trying to talk that shit. So as they outside standing around and, and you know going out fucking with the protesters, not letting them protest in peace. Uh, one guy with dreadlocks, dark skin, he told this motherfucker, uh, it wasn't Richard Spencer. I don't know who it was. I couldn't see his face, but I know he was with that bullshit. He looked like he was with that Nazi shit. He had a, that stupid ass Nazi has haircut. Like that shit just looked dumb as fuck. Like, it make you look like you hate everybody that don't look like you. But, um, anyway, motherfucker hugged him. <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh, man. Like, that's the funniest shit in the world to me. Like, you, I had to, I even put on Twitter, like, 
Man, they talk all that tough talk, yet they let this motherfucker hug him. Didn't say or do shit. All that shit that they was talking. They were talking all that shit. Listen, you can be as tough as nails until a motherfucker come up in your face. Until you really got to be about that life. All that shit is funny games. It's all funny, ha ha, he he, hell, yeah, nigga this, nigga that. And then one of them niggas run up on you, then what? <laughs> he hugged that motherfucker. And he ain't hug him like wrapped his arms around him and hugged him. Nah, he hugged that nigga like uh, how Marlon Wayne used to hug niggas on the Wayne's Brothers show. Like, he grabbed that nigga back, brought him in, and cuffed that nigga back of that nigga head. Hey, that shit was hilarious as fuck. Dude didn't say not a goddamn thing. Then he hugged him again. Dude still didn't say shit But uh So You know The uh Hug a Nazi Movement Is out So I guess Hashtag Hug a Nazi I don't know I'm not with that shit I'm not hugging no fucking Nazi Punch that nigga in his face Uh Cause that's some bitch shit I don't Respect that shit at all For you not to like a motherfucker Because You know They look different Or Whatever the fuck you go by, um, that's ignorant as fuck. It's a problem. Uh, you are not around enough people to learn. To me, I think the smartest thing to do is to surround yourself with other people. Surround yourself with people that don't look like you. Um, surround yourself with people that don't think like you. Surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Um, and get away from that insecurity um, of feeling insignificant around those people. Because what you're doing is you're learning. You're bettering yourself. Um, and you could possibly better the people that are around you. Ain't no telling what they don't know. Uh, ain't no telling uh, what they not experienced or what they haven't experienced or what they not exposed to. You know, this is your opportunity to show what you know. This is your opportunity to basically run with the big dogs. And you're blowing it because you're saying that you don't like a motherfucker because they dark-skinned. Or you don't like a motherfucker because they Mexican. Or you don't like a motherfucker because they Jewish. Or whatever the case may be. Fuck that. Uh, get to know people, man. Get out and talk to people. Learn a different language. Or even if you don't learn the whole language, man, learn some words. Eat some different foods, man. Uh... You know, wear some different clothes. It's all right. You know, get to know what the fuck is going on around here because at the end of the day, shit, you know, you just putting yourself in a bubble and uh, the world is bigger than your bubble, you know. You got to get out here and uh, talk to people, man, and, and you know, uh, expand your horizons. Open your mind to new attractions and, and, and new things. You know, ain't no telling what you can learn. Ain't no telling... What you could be put on to, you know, ain't nothing like going somewhere and finding something great to uh, learn about or some good food to eat or, you know, a good drink possibly. I mean, anything, you know, so, man, you know, just cut the bullshit uh, and get with the shits, man. Um, but anyway, so apparently uh, the base guy. The man who told us that he was going to go to Starbucks in the morning for some coffee. And if it ain't a girl there, he won't buy no damn coffee. Um, possibly one of the most uh, philosophic rappers of our time. Um, the bass guy, man. 
Lil B. He got jumped by uh, A Boogie and his minions. And uh, I seen the clip of it, and you really can't see too well from the clip that I saw. I saw it on Twitter, so I don't know what the fuck it exactly was. But apparently and allegedly, uh, A Boogie and some of his goons jumped Lil B at a, a festival. In California, which I thought was odd, because I'm like, Lil B is from California, he from the West, you know, if he did get fucked up, like, that was y'all time to really show that shit, and really do y'all thing, but apparently, uh, niggas ain't about that life, and, um, mm -mm. I just couldn't, if we riding out, man, my nigga ain't about to get stumped out by some niggas. And I'm sitting there, or a nigga where I'm from ain't about to get stumped out by some niggas that ain't from where I'm from, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know all the details. I know enough to know that that was some bullshit. And, uh, man, Lil B holds your head up, bro. And uh, y'all quit that bullshit and get y'all shit together. Go take a slight break. I'll be right back, though. Yep. Once again, ladies and gents, this episode is brought to you by the good people at North State of Mind. Go to NorthStateOfMind.com to get some unique, exclusive gear. Plus, you can support the podcast by ordering your very own custom, already home podcast shirt. Make it special by putting your name, Twitter handle, and more on the back. Remember, that's NorthStateOfMind.com. Swagged out. Dapper. Fresh, dope. These are just a few words that describe the merch you can get from Varsity House Boutique, bringing you everything you need from shoes, clothes, hats, and the necessary accessories that makes them pop. Log on to varsityhouseshop.com and get the latest in fashion and culture. Varsity House, keep your cool, play with style. Alright, and we back, and we back. Nah, uh, yeah, but that Lil B shit was crazy, man. Nigga got beat up in his own shit. It's fucked up. But, um, man, I don't know if it's like an epiphany or maybe it's just because I was just listening to the shit. But I went on Friday, Thursday, and I believe Wednesday. Maybe, yeah, it was definitely Wednesday. Um, through the course of those three days, I was listening to the catalog of Kanye West. And I think we talked about this on the podcast, like on the earlier episodes, like some, maybe like the first three. We probably, one of the first three, we probably talked about it. I ain't sure. But I was listening to the catalog for Kanye. And originally, I used to say that. Um, College Dropout was Kanye's best album, right? Until I really sat and listened to his whole catalog, and then I just so happened to listen to fucking Late Registration. And God damn! That, man, that's definitely his best album, hands down. Like, there's no argument here. Listening to late registration, I mean, and I'm talking about, like, from the start to the finish, that motherfucker was so well put together. On top of that, 
he just had some fucking tracks on there that was just like crazy. And it wasn't like, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like no extra shit. It wasn't nothing like he was trying to do something bigger than, you know what I'm saying, what he usually do or he tried to one-up something. It just felt like he was in the comfort zone. He was in a happy place. He was like just doing whatever it is the fuck he wanted to do. He was comfortable. He was making his music. He had his soul into it. Like, this was the peak of Kanye. Late Registration is the greatest Kanye album ever. Once again, you already know where to reach me. If you want to debate me on it, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Scoots Bronson. I'm available 24-7. It's not an issue. Um... But I just, man, I had to, when I was listening to it, it was like, I was I was in such a vibe, you know what I mean? When I was listening to it, I was in such a vibe that I was just like song by song, even the skits, like everything on that album, man, it just, it, it fell together. It just was, it was put together so perfectly. And I just think that that was like the shit, like. He really did his fucking thing on that album. And I just don't... I don't understand how anybody couldn't see it. I could see how you could put College Dropout up against it. Only because College Dropout was made the same way. But with his maturity and his experience going into Late Registration... I think Late Registration outdoes College Dropout. Just because of the maturity of the album. Just because of... Um... Man, it was it was just one of those albums to where like you can really just sit and just and vibe with that shit. Like he really wasn't pressed on no certain topic. He really wasn't trying to do nothing over the top. I mean, he wasn't trying to do that in college dropout either. But to me, for that being his first album, it was a marvelous album. College dropout is a marvelous album, but he wasn't at the. He wasn't at the level he was at late registration. With late registration, he really held it the fuck down. Like, he really had that shit on his back. And I think that's what made graduation so uh, so sought after, so anticipated, was because late registration was some shit. Like, how can you even follow that? You know what I'm saying? Then, you know... Graduation came out, and Graduation had some some hits on it, and it did its thing. Um, to me, it's not... I don't look at it as one of the best Kanye albums. Uh, it's probably, like... It's, it's probably right before The Life of Pablo, for me. Um, but Late Registration is definitely his best. Um, then it's College Dropout. Then it's um, Yeezus, because Yeezus was the shit. And then it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, <clears throat> um, and then uh, it is graduation, and then it's the life of Pablo. And I think I'm missing one. Oh, eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Eight oh eight and heartbreaks is before my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. No, it's before Jesus. It's definitely before Jesus. Um, Jesus is after 808s and Heartbreaks. Then it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Then it's um, Graduation. 
then it's the life of Pablo. But Jesus was some shit too. I like Jesus. Um, Jesus had a different flair to it. Jesus was like his most uh, arrogant and aggressive album. Like that's what he was talking to shit. Like he didn't give a fuck at that point. He was like, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. If you don't like it, you just don't like it." Um, I personally liked it. I know a lot of people don't fuck with it because of the title, which I think is a fucking stupid ass reason. Um, that has nothing to do with the music. Well, it does, but that still shouldn't stop you from listening to the music. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, for those people who never heard Jesus, you missing out. I think you should stop and give it a listen. Um, it got some great tracks on there. It got a great vibe to it. Jesus is a great album. Um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I don't really get into my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like that. Um, it had monster on it, which I thought was a awesome fucking song. Um, I think it had a pod on there, which was another awesome fucking song. Um, it had a, it had a bunch of songs on there, which was good, but I don't know, man. It just don't, it don't stack up to the, to, it don't stack up to 808s. It don't stack up to late registration. It don't stack up to college dropout. Um, it's just, to me, I felt like he was coming off of that groove, that arrogant and aggressive groove, and, and he just took it there. Um, I don't, I'm not going to count Watch the Throne because it's a comp album. Um, so, I mean, you know, when you got two people doing the album, you really can't go wrong, especially when it's two people that work together. And then on top of that, like, it's two people that uh, was at the top of the game at the time. So that's a gimme album. Everybody knew Watch the Throne was going to do numbers. Everybody knew Watch the Throne was going to be good. So, yeah, that that ain't too much of nothing. You can't really ride with that. Um, it has some great features on it, though. But that's another thing about late registration that I like, too. He had the features that... You could tell he had the features that he wanted. You could tell, like, when he was putting that shit together and, like, when he was really doing it. And even if you just look at the features, like, it had Cameron, Paul Wall, uh, GLC. It had Common. It had... Um, the Game was on there on Crack Music. Um... He had Jay-Z on there. He had, uh, I think that was it. No, he had Brandy on there. Like, he had some, he had some fucking features on that joint. Like, that shit was nice, man. And, um, I'm trying to think what else did he have on there. Oh, he had Lupe shit on there. That was Touch the Sky. Um, Jamie Foxx with, with the Gold Digger and. I mean, you know, it was a, it was a great <laughs> album, man. Like, late registration was fucking amazing. Like, for anybody not to get that shit his credit, like that's his best album. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, it was just one of them things. As I was listening to it, I was like, yo, I gotta talk about this shit because, like I said, I don't know if it was an epiphany or if I was just in that groove because I was listening to the shit. But that shit was a amazing album. So salute to Kanye, man, and um. Man, if y'all got late registration, pop that in one time and just go back and vibe to that. Y'all gonna love that shit. Um, I sound kind of funny. I know I know y'all like, man, why the fuck you sound like that? Uh, for some odd reason, 
um, my nose is stopped up, uh, probably from like all the dust and shit at work. So, ain't no telling, but you know, I'm gonna ride through with it. Um, man, it's been a good one so far, man. I feel like I did all right <laughs> to be by myself and shit, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, last but not least, um, for everybody. That's out there doing their thing, man, uh, on the gaming systems. And um, people who just want to be a part of the community uh, of Already Home. Um, on our website, we just brought up uh, a new page. It's called the Already Home. Well, it say AHP, but it's Already Home Podcast Gaming and Community. So um, if you're on Facebook, you can go in there. You could, um, you could type on our wall. Send us some comments. Um, for the people that game, you could actually watch me game um, when I'm up. I don't have a specific schedule right now, but, you know, every now and then just go to the website, check it out. Uh, I might be streaming. just depends. Um, we also have a group on Xbox Live, so check that out. It's AHP Gaming. Um, for everybody that got an Xbox, everybody that's on Xbox Live, uh man look for the group um hit the uh hit the join button uh we'll let you know when you well we gotta approve you to be in of course because we don't want no creepers in there but you know for everybody that listen to the podcast man this is your chance to um game with me scoots bronson and you know get to know me on the cool side as far as playing the game um so you could be hosted on my stream and everything else. So if you got an Xbox, um, if you're on Xbox Live, go ahead, look for the group, uh, AHP Gaming. Join in. Uh, we'll get you in there. We'll play with you when we get the chance and all that shit. And, um, man, you can, you can fuck with us there, too. Just another avenue for you to connect with us, man, because that's what it's all about. Once again, it's the AHP Gaming and Community uh, page on the Already Home Podcast website. Uh, alreadyhomepodcast.com <laughs> but uh so you know uh speaking of games man uh Destiny 2 um I was excited for that to come out and uh I've been playing it a lot lately which is a good thing um the playback is just like the first Destiny uh but it's a little better. I thought the story was a little better than the first Destiny. The only thing I didn't like is that it was too short. Like, I just ran through that shit within a couple of hours, which is some bullshit. But, nah. But, um, I like the story. The story was pretty cool. Um, for those that don't know, I'm not going to tell you. You got to buy the game and play it. Because I don't want to ruin it for anybody that game. So, um, but for those that did, I'm sure y'all can agree with me, uh, that the story was too short. Um, it's some new, uh, DLC dropping. It's supposed to be, uh, about Osiris. And for those who are, um, Destiny 1 players from the beginning, the tribes of Osiris, uh, the, the guy Osiris is supposed to be, uh, the warlock that trained Ikora. So... Um, for those of you that play the game, that know a little bit about the lore of Destiny, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. 
for everybody else that's like, man, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? I apologize. Um, you know, it's, it's just my little opportunity to nerd out real quick. You know, I like to nerd out every now and then. Um, that's what I do. You know, I read books, play games. Uh, I watch Wheel of Fortune. Um, I also watch uh, Jeopardy. So, yeah, that's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, anybody that knows me know that I love trivia. So, um, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find a way that we could do some already home podcast trivia on the website. So, be on the lookout for that because that shit is going to be dope, man. Um, it's going to range from everything from, like, hip-hop to uh government to uh, video games to music videos to pop to uh man all kind of categories we just we just trying to find shit to do man that that y'all could fuck with uh on top of that y'all could learn and on top of that man just y'all could just interact with us because you know at the end of the day that's what it's all about man just showing love to the people that take their time out to listen to us and Take their time out to fuck with us at the end of the day because you know without without y'all it ain't no us. Um, and we appreciate everything that y'all do, and we appreciate y'all for you know downloading. We appreciate y'all for streaming. Uh, we appreciate the comments. We appreciate the messages that y'all send us. Uh, we appreciate all that shit, man. The feedback, everything, you know, it's um, man, it's real humbling to. To see how many people really fuck with you when you really trying to start some shit from the you know from the bottom up, and um, man, I just want to say thank y'all and uh, we love y'all to death, man, because y'all been holding us down, and I think we about to be like uh, twenty episodes in, and you know it it just started off you know as an idea, and we put it into fruition, and y'all really are helping us along with the journey. And making it better and better each time. So once again, man, thank y'all for listening. Um, thank y'all for being a part of this movement. You know, um, it's a growing, it's a growing process, man. So you know, the more and more uh, feedback we get, the better and better it's gonna get. And um, the more and more we do this, the better and better it's gonna get. And you know, our only job really is just to bring y'all great content. You know, and to make sure uh, y'all enjoying what y'all listening to. And eventually, uh, enjoy what y'all gonna be watching, cause um, we trying to get the cameras rolling soon, so y'all can watch on YouTube if you can't download or whatever the case may be. But um, as usual, man, you know, um, I'm gonna go ahead and end it. I know it's a short one. Um, I can't hold it down no longer. Plus, I got two hours left for the Walking Dead start, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about to go down. Um, Man, I might just get on, like, uh, Periscope or, like, do a YouTube Live and just uh, do a recap or do a reaction video to that shit. I don't know yet. Be on the lookout for that shit, too. So, um, yeah, man, um, shout out to Chelsea Chase, and uh, her website is chasingdreams.com. Um, shout out to my homegirl, Shalea Espino, um, Frozen in Time Events, Wedding Planning. That's what it was. I know last episode, I fucked that all up. <laughs> but that's cool, though. You know what I'm saying? I got back on it, and I'm good now. So, you know, 
it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's frozen in time events. It's wedding planning. Y'all can check that out on Facebook. Um, shout out to my homeboy S. Don Foster. You know what I'm saying? Holding it down at the Stolen Time Podcast. Him and Uncle Washington. Y'all can find them on SoundCloud or y'all can find them on Google Play. Um, so get out there, man. Download that. Um, show him some love, man. Comment, like, rate, all that shit y'all do for us. Do for him too, man. Because he a good dude. Um, he got some great content. Um, man, and he just out here grinding like we grinding. And, you know, I just want to see everybody get a piece of the pie. And then not only that, man, it's just, you know, he got great content. You know, you can't beat that. You know, sometimes you get to listening to some shit and it be some bullshit. And you want to support it, but you really don't support what they talking about. But this is one of the people, man, that I've li- I listen to every time he put an episode out. And I listen to at least maybe 30 podcasts a week. Um, so, you know, I can fit him in. <laughs> you feel me? He's actually one of the 30 now. I, I let go of, like, a couple of them. But he actually one of the 30. So, um, man, Stolen Time Podcast, man. Uh, it's S-T-O-L apostrophe N-T-I-M-E Podcast. It's on SoundCloud and it's on Google Play. Go check out him and Uncle Washington, man. And, um, yeah, download, stream, rate, comment, like, all that good shit, man. Show them some love. Um, shout out to the Season Kings podcast. They had our boy Flam on not too long ago. Uh, they got the video up on the uh, website at SeasonKingsPodcast.com. Go check them out. It's A-B and I think it's pronounced J-App or Jap. I'm not sure. But they got some great content too, man. Plus, not only that, they from the hometown, man. They in Ohio, so you know I got to show love to them homeboys. Um I don't care what it is, man. You know, anytime somebody out here doing their shit and trying to grind, I got to show the love, man. Um, shout out to Flam, of course, holding it down. Um, he got the Sports Center joint coming out soon. I think it already dropped. I ain't sure, but check him out, Flam Fever, on um, Facebook and on SoundCloud, and you can find that out. Um, shout out to my homeboy, uh, Nails, man. Nails is on uh, SoundCloud. Go to uh, Nails Productions. Um, man, homeboy from Chicago, man. Holding it down. He doing his music shit. He rapping. He producing. The kid do it all, man. And and, it, and it's some great shit. And um, he just did the Magnolia remix. So, you know, in New York, I'm in Lee Rock. Rock. Something, something, ops. Shooting at the cops. And they really rocking and shit. I don't know the song. As you can see. But my nigga Nails, you know what I'm saying? He he did his thing, man. So N-E-L-L-Z Productions with a Z. Um, go to SoundCloud, check him out. Um also check out uh my homeboy John Vincent. Um he has a website where I believe you can buy like groceries and shit. I'm not sure. I gotta go check it out again. When I, I did like a little brief look at it and it looked like you could buy like groceries like water and vegetables and uh health snacks and all that shit but go to www.amway.com uh slash visions of vincent and um check that out um you know support him man once again the guy i grew up with doing this thing you know somebody on the grind gotta show him some love um 
Shout out to Nature Boy as usual. You know what I'm saying? He always hold us down. He always show us love. So shout out to Nature Boy. Um, he came out with Freddy Ruger not too long ago. That's on that piff. Y'all go and check that out. Um, shout out to Nate, uh, Matrix and Rondo. They coming out with their own podcast very soon. Um, so far, I think they're calling it the Top Rope Tokers. Um, it's going to be about weed. It's going to be about wrestling. Uh, it's going to be about video games. That shit going to be crazy. So uh, look out for that very soon. Um, man, that shit going to be crazy. Shout out to my homeboy, Boy Atkins, man. Um, the Casual Addiction Podcast, doing this thing as usual. Go on SoundCloud, check him out too. Um, and last but not least, um, you know, shout out to Gang. He couldn't be here. You know, he working on his project, 133133. It's coming soon. Um, man, he going he gonna to blast y'all with this shit, though. I heard a little bit of the shit he was working on here and there, but, yeah, he going he gonna to fuck y'all up this time. Opportunity was that shit, but this one... This one is uh this one is more prepared. And uh he got some he got a little bit more effort put into this one. So I'm excited to listen to it when it when it finally get finished. Um and I know y'all should be too. It'll be available on that piff. And um check him out on Reverb Nation, Detroit Gang. Um check him out on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, Detroit Gang. Or Detroit underscore gang, or as he always say, Detroit gang eighty four is one of them variations. Go check them out. Uh, show my boy some love, man. Gang, salute to you, boy. I see you next episode. And as usual, you know where to find me, baby. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Xbox Live. I'm on Twitch. Uh, I'm on goddamn everything that they got. Um, of course, you know what it is, what it is, Scoots Bronson, uh, hit me up, like I said, man, if you ever want to debate, or shit, if you just want to say what's up, or if you just want to show some love, if you want to hate, if you want to tell me that I ain't shit, you can say what you want, you know, Second Amendment, baby, do what you do, uh, just make sure you at me, and, um, if you want to hit us up directly at the show, and you just got some ideas you want to throw at the show, or, you know, you just want to get shouted out, man, hit us up on Twitter, Already Home Pod. Um, you could also hit us up on the email, Already Home Podcast at gmail.com. Or you could just go straight to the website and uh, fuck with us there. Uh, www.alreadyhomepodcast.com. Um, and we always available 24-7. So, you know, you can hit us up. We'll get right back to you. Um, but once again, man, thank y'all for listening. As usual, like, comment, rate, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, even if you ain't doing shit, just start listening to it at work. Turn that shit up. Make everybody else listen to it. Or, like, if you in the car with your friend and turn off the music they listening to, like when they got the ox cord, just snatch that shit out and then play this podcast. And then they're going to be mad for a little bit, and then when they hear it, they're going to be like, ah, you got me, bro. Thanks, man. You put me on, you know, or whatever they're going to say. Something like that, though. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, hook us up, man. Let it, you know, let people know about what's going on. Put people on to it, man. You know, don't nothing feel better than be like, boy, I told you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, once again, man, you already know what it is. Uh, as usual, it ain't where you from. It's where you at. It's already home, baby. We out! 
We've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only.